So, those of you who know me, uh, if you heard me speak, I do the same thing every time I open up before I speak. So if I fool you, and you heard, if you heard me do this before and I fool you, shame on you. But for those of you who have not heard me speak and I fool you, then we'll just catch you on the next time, okay? So what I need y'all to do is I need y'all to be loud, I need y'all to be proud, okay? That's not good enough. I need y'all to be loud, I need y'all to be proud, okay? I want y'all to tell me what color this paper is. That's not loud enough. What color is this paper? What color is this paper? What color is this paper? What do cows drink? Oh, man. You tricked us! You tricked us! What do cows drink? Baby, hey, how you doing, baby? Hey, like, <laughs> y'all have heard me speak that probably 20 times. And I saw some of y'all still mouth the word milk. That's one that no knew what I was going to do. It still got it wrong. Y'all didn't say it loud, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> now I drink water. Good afternoon. Yeah. Good afternoon. There we go. Y'all yeah, 
The word for today is going to be push. Somebody say push. push. That's not good enough. Say push. push. Awesome. So uh, you all know that roughly about 157, not roughly, but 157 years ago, tomorrow, the first acts of freedom were tasted by enslaved people on June 19, 1865, when approximately 2,000 Union soldiers docked on Galveston Bay, Texas, to declare to a quarter of a million enslaved people that they were no longer enslaved, and that they were in fact free by an executive order signed by President Abraham Lincoln. This day has come to be known to us as Juneteenth, which not until last year, 156 years later, was federally recognized. Somebody say push. Push. Somebody say push. Push. Now, I'm sure that everybody here is aware of the atrocities and the horrors that black people face preceding the Emancipation <coughs> Proclamation and, and Juneteenth. But following this hallmark, during this period of reconstruction, Black people experienced economic, social, and political growth, opening businesses and advancing the opportunities to build generational wealth. Somebody say push. push. Holding political offices, including holding 16 seats in Congress, and owning land and property, thus creating communities, viable communities, successful communities. Somebody say push. push. Now, unfortunately, this added progression was halted by the implementation of Jim Crow. Anybody here aware, uh, familiar with Black Wall Street? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody say push. push. This is where, not Black Wall Street, but when Jim Crow was implemented, this is where we were. And now, it is a nebulous to know if we as black people have been able to progress politically, socially, economically, etc., despite systemic factors that brought our abilities to gain access, representation, and achievement of some of the same goals as our more representative counterparts. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yes. In the words of Toni Morrison, Freeing yourself was one thing, but claiming ownership of that freedom, of that, of that free self, was another. Let's take a pause right here. Um, let me just insert uh, the word systemic racism. Somebody say push. Push. Say push. Push. Now, for those of you who may not have ever heard of the word systemic racism, it's got many different definitions. It also has uh, many different titles. Uh, our national NAAC president, Gary Johnson, defines systemic racism, also known as structural racism and institutional racism, as systems and structures that have procedures or processes that disadvantage African Americans. Somebody say push. push. Somebody say push. push. We see systemic racism all around us. We see it in the financial system. We see it, uh oh, in our criminal justice system. Um, why an African American, well, let's, let's do this, why someone receives more time for having possession of crack cocaine as, a, as opposed to having curd cocaine. 
on why we have people serving uh, this amount of time in prison for having marijuana as opposed to having cocaine. Somebody say push. push. It also reminds me of gerrymandering. Things that we face right here in our own state where my district is now composed of, has a BVAP black voting population of 63%, whereas one of my counterparts has a black voting population of 2.3%. Somebody say push. push. Say push again. Push. Now, it is true that we no longer labor in the fields. It's also true that we can now sit at a counter and enjoy a film at a cinema without having a designated section mandated to us. But looking at the news, gun violence, poverty, hunger, lack of quality health care and education, and climate change, unfortunately, but truthfully, disproportionately affect people of color. Somebody say push. push. Somebody say push. push. Now, optimists claim that the future is endlessly frightening. Pessimists see it as a dismal, as dismal and hopeless. I see the future for us as possible. It is possible that we may digress backwards as seen in policies set by other states or if I can bring it home, our own state. Everybody remember the debate of critical race theory? Just, it just transpired this past legislative session. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Isn't it funny how the same people, the same group of people who wanted to keep a flag that bore an emblem of oppression, mm -hmm. bore an emblem of racism, mm -hmm. that bore an emblem of hate, those same people. Who want to keep their history? Mm -hmm. Who want to you know, use it to speak about their heritage? That same group of people fighting to make sure that our children don't even learn about history. Mm -hmm. Well, it's about what history they want them to learn. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Let me not get off on a tangle and start. Mm -hmm. Start preaching. I didn't bring a rag to wipe my forehead. But it is possible that we may digress backwards as seen by policies set in place by our state and other states. However, it is also possible that we may have a more just, a more equitable, and a more inclusive future. Somebody say push. push. So how can we ensure that the latter possibility becomes a foreseeable reality? It starts by voting for candidate candidates to have the interest of all people at heart. It starts by advocating for policies that work towards the advancement of all people. And we must not, this is really important, we must not forget the power of the ballot. That's right. Oh, yeah. Now you're going to talk back to me? We must not forget the power of the ballot. That is so essential. Not just to this state, not just to this country, the state, this county, but it's so essential for our communities. 
that we must not, must not, forget the power of the battle. Mm. You sit at home if you want to. Yeah. You say your vote don't matter if you want to. Were y'all, I mean, were, were any of y'all here, uh, what was it, about six years ago? Mm. I don't have to name that orange, that orange man's name. I don't have to say how you need to care about people that look like me and you. Amen. I don't have to tell you that he did nothing to advance our community, to care less, refer to his African-American friends as looking at my blacks. I got to say it again. We must not forget the power of the battle. All right. Get to the polls, ladies and gentlemen. Instill in your children to vote. That that is one of the most powerful tools they can have. Is to get to the polls to vote. I can't stress it enough. Get to the polls to vote. Let your voice be heard. And then on top of that, hold people like me. Hold my feet to the fire. Send me to Jackson and do a job. If I don't do my job, you let me know. Don't get rid of me, but I think But if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do, the people that I represent, let your voice be heard at the battle. That's the strongest tool that you have. The power of the battle must not be forgotten. The power of petition must not be forgotten, which here in our state, we have leaders that have worked hard or not worked hard enough to make sure that you have the power to petition. What do I mean by that? In order for you to get initiatives on the ballot, the legislature doesn't always do what it's supposed to do. But that's why your votes are so important. That's why that power to vote is so important. If it's something that you believe that the state needs to be doing, providing adequate, good health care, providing a good sound education for our children, you can force us to do it. By putting initiatives on the back and forcing us to do what you, the people, need us to do as your elected officials. And we must not forget the power of protest. The state flag, Mississippi state flag changed right after the killing of George Floyd. But we took the streets and we protested, letting the government know that that's not right. And it's not just George Floyd. All right. I got a long list of individuals. That look like me, that look like you, that look like your daughter, that look like your son, that look like your granddaughters, your grandsons, aunts, your uncles, your cousins, that look just like us, who have lost their lives due to injustice. But that's why it's so important that we know our rights and that we utilize our rights. We must not forget the power of the ballot. We must not forget the power of petition. 
And we must not forget to overlook the power of protest. The significance of Juneteenth is not just that of a historical matter, but a cultural marker and reminder that the path of inclusion and equity for all people, regardless of identity or expression, is possible. Say push. Say push. It was said this by former, former First Lady Michelle Obama. No matter how far we have come, there is still work to do. Yes, Say push. push. Say push. push. Say push. Happy Juneteenth.